Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track's Top 40 of 2020 with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where we talk about our favourite tracks of the year. And Dan, we are down to the final 10. I can't, be- I can't believe how excited I am about today, but I also can't believe how excited I've been for this whole Top 40. I think next year, let's scrap the Track by Track proper formula. Let's just do Top 40s every week. Don't know how it's going to work. But let's make it work. <laughs> you sound like someone's boss. Like, I don't know how it's going to work, but just make it work. Make it work. Uh, of course, I'm joking. I love Track by Track proper. And it continues with our albums of 2020. But we are having the best time with this, aren't we? We are. And, you know, we've loved every track that we've talked about so far. But it's fair to say, I think for these 10 tracks, we absolutely adore them. And Will, do you want to give us a quick hint of a tease as to what's coming up? in today's episode yes so we've got a global pop superstar we've got a eurovision almost ran we have got uh, a couple of uh historic pop icons we have got a disco diva uh we have got a rising star and we have got an lgbtq plus hero wow that sounds like track by track (laughs) now that's what i call track by track there's a new franchise that could start i i would buy that one i haven't bought one for years i would buy that that copy and dan what do you want for christmas this year because i've been really struggling to uh find the perfect gift for you um a, a cure for covid that'd be lovely just to be able to go out and hug my friends and my family that'd be a real treat do you know what? That would be the best thing this year, actually. But actually, probably more than that, I never did get a Mr. Frosty. So one of those. Oh, yes. Well, you could just go and stick your hands in the freezer. Well, maybe I'll do that. Will, what's on your Christmas list? Well, I was going to say, first of all, Dan, I was thinking about... Uh, I know you like, you know, your precious metals... Gold, silver, bronze, uh, platinum. And I was going to get you, for a real bit of luxury, I was going to get you a gold-plated toilet. Just so you can feel really special. But then I thought, I remember somebody saying something about you uh, liking a... uh, That you already had one, because I think they said you liked a 14-karat gold shit. But then I remembered they actually said that you were a 14 karat gold shit. So, well, maybe I still could. Maybe I, I can't. I can't possibly say, actually. It was you, wasn't it? It was you <laughs> talking to someone else about me. As I often like to do. You've got to have a bitch. You have got to have a bitch. It's not your best friend is not your best friend if you don't bitch about them behind the back. Yes, but um, obviously you're not my best friend either. you're not my best friend yes i am yes you are (laughs) (laughs) Um, classic eastenders there eastenders at christmas yeah absolutely lovely was that a christmas was that a christmas one that one wasn't christmas but it is always drama at christmas isn't it i just haven't been following it so i don't know what the drama is this year on the square me neither. And I think they filmed it months ago just because they didn't know if another lockdown was coming, which of course it did. So I think on Christmas Day, when they go outside, they're going to be in the middle of a heat wave. That's fine. 
And I remember when like, you've been ridiculous behind on EastEnders for a couple of years anyway. You're probably up to date on it now? I think so. Oh, I think I'm a little bit behind. Uh, Pat Butcher's really poorly in bed and Janine's just come back to look out for her. So <laughs> don't think I'm too far away from modern day EastEnders. Uh, spoiler alert, Dan. I don't think it's going to end well. What for Janine? Uh, for Pat. Oh, Apart shame. from a ghostly reappearance a few years later. That was weird, wasn't it? How do you feel about ghosts on soaps? Uh, I don't mind it, but uh, I wouldn't want one in my own home. A soap or a ghost? A ghost. Mm, a ghoulie. You've you've had a ghost at home before, though, haven't you? I remember you said that one night something strange visited you and really put the willies up you. <laughs> and that is the tenth time we've used that joke <laughs> this year on Trap by Trap. <laughs> Next year, we'll have to make it a Willie's free zone. Oh, no, you wouldn't like that, would you? <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you something that is going to end well, Dan, is our top 10 today. Shall we? Shall we do it? Shall we jump in? Let's get right into it. And at number 10... Uh, we have got, straight in at number 10, a brand new act that we immediately fell in love with. It tickled our synth-pop fancy from uh, the first play. So here is No Prism with House of Smith. So that was No Prism, uh, was House of Smith. Uh, and No Prism are, are Andrew and Mark, who are from Newcastle. That's uh, that's awesome. watch. I'm so yeah. sorry, yes. I just, I can't believe how new this band is because this song is, it's, it's too good to be just from a new band. It's so, the sound of it, the whole production of it is so big. And I remember the first time I heard it, I think I discovered this song on Twitter and it was one of those moments where I was only about halfway through the song and I just couldn't wait to start it again and play it all again because when that chorus comes in, it's it's a moment, isn't it? Mm, it's, it's brilliant. Also, the follow-up release, Happiness, just as good. Absolutely just as good. I can't wait to see what No Prison do in 2021. Um, but it's 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 absolutely the track by track formula isn't it it's synth pop but it's got there's some guitars in there it's got that edge it's just a huge driving chorus it's if we made music well if we had the ability to make music and sing i think it would sound something like this i think it would i think it would probably be actually a bit better because it's us well, well <laughs> trying to be a celebratory top 10 here will trying to support yeah, I'm, I'm joking of friend. course of course of course it would be an absolute dog's dinner so yeah you're Bang on there, Dan. It's just ticks all of our track-by-track pop uh, sensibilities uh, with the kind of synth pop, with those sort of guitar, slightly rockier influences as well, but just extremely catchy and extremely accessible. And I am just so chuffed that this song is in our top 10. Like we said, everything in the top 40 is amazing, 
but I love the fact that this is in our top 10 alongside some real greats and some long-term track-by-track favourites. So, number nine now. This is Lady Gaga featuring Ariana Grande and Rain on Me. So that was Rain On Me from Lady Gaga featuring Ariana Grande. This was the second single from the huge album Chromatica. And this one was released in May, just a week before the album's release. Will, we talked about this. I think it would have been a self-isolation special back in May. But what a comeback for Lady Gaga. It was fantastic. And the whole album itself, I was, I've been really enjoying. I still listen to a few songs off there, actually. But for me, I think it was just... Lady Gaga getting bang on with the collab, uh, just getting bang on with that piano kind of house-driven sound to it as well. Uh, and that just the rain on me. You've been saying that all year in various points, haven't you? It's been my catchphrase of the year, actually, yeah. It doesn't always work, but when it does, it, it's perfect. Well, it made a change from Shut That Door. <laughs> um. This song was uh, written with a whole host of collaborators, but including a couple we've talked about before, Blood Pop and Rami Yacoub. Oh, like those little yoghurt drinks. Uh, that's the Yakult, I think, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. I'm sorry. Just being silly. <laughs> um, but interestingly, Will, we've talked about Lady Gaga before. We've done the Fame Monster, and we really should and will do more Gaga, but we haven't done any Ariana Grande yet. Is that going to happen in 2021? I think it is going to happen in 2021. I think we've got, um, we're going to have a big planning meeting, I think, soon, aren't we, to talk about track by track for 2021. Um, nothing's nothing's going away. On Just relax. Don't, don't go mad. Don't write in. But we want to decide on the light up uh, for who we're going to cover next year. Uh, it'd be nice to do that face to face, actually, Dan. Well, sadly, that's out of our control. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Also, I think uh, my people are trying to contact your people to sort of date out, but your people are being a little bit lapsed. Uh, they've already gone on their Christmas holidays. Oh, very generous of you. Well, it's like Marks and Spencer's giving all their staff Boxing Day off. It's I do want to make sure they all get a good break this year. Mm. Uh, and, you know, cards on the table. We haven't got too much left to record this year as well. So we're looking forward to our break. Back to Rain On Me, uh, and there's a brilliant Purple Disco Machine remix as well. Uh, Purple Disco Machine have done a lot of good remixes this year, haven't they? They have one of our absolute favourites. I think we talked about the Magic by Kylie remix as well. Uh, And I think they did a Foles remix. I think it was this year. Maybe that was last year, actually. But um, huge fan of what they do to songs. Will, just put a pin in this Purple Disco Machine episode. Well, we have been talking about doing a remix series, like a mini-series, uh, where we want to give the new music drop a break again for a month or so. So, something to think about. Mm, let us know what you'd think. Let us know if you'd like us to do that at Track UK. Okay, number eight on our countdown now. We're swinging ourselves round into a completely different direction now. 
Uh, and this is a lovely memory from the Eurovision that was never meant to be or that didn't come to pass. And this is Dodie Fryer and Think About Things. Baby. Baby. <laughs> So think about things there by Dodie Fire. This was obviously the Icelandic entry for Eurovision had it uh, been put on this year. And uh, obviously it wasn't, but we still got to listen to and enjoy this track. So hard to describe the sound of this song because you've got brass, you've got electronics in there, you've got guitar in there. I loved his, it just felt like such a fresh approach to a Eurovision track. Uh, and the video was incredible as well. Yeah, it really was. And we've said a few times on Track by Track, I am not Track by Track's Eurovision expert. I think that would go to you. But as you said, it doesn't feel like a Eurovision song. And just thinking about some of our friends who, who love this song, they're not necessarily Eurovision fans. It's just, it, it yeah, it reaches a lot of people. And um, I really do think, A, I think that this would have won. But B, I think that this young man could have quite a bright future ahead of him. Sound like Louis Walsh there. <laughs> yeah, but you know what Louis Walsh meant by that. Um, oh, no, and I think about one of our friends in particular, a mutual friend, who uh, loves this song uh, and has spent many a happy hour this year keeping me amused by doing the dance from the video. Is that the same friend that got us both tickets for the gig without even checking if we were free or even if we wanted to go? We just messages say got tickets he's like you're coming yeah right and we were like yeah. of course we're coming of course of course um, we're coming uh if hopefully in april we can fingers crossed i think yeah i think let's keep positive it will happen question for you dan mm-hmm. do you think this would have won it it was yeah. certainly a favorite wasn't it when it when the finalists were all coming forward yeah i do I mean, I said that about a minute ago, Will, but I'll say it again. Yes, I do think it would have won. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> oh, Abba, Eurovision. Abba. Hmm. Um, interestingly, this song initially was written in Icelandic, and it was all about a fictional band coming from future and out of space to save the world with their brand new dance. But if you've listened to the English version, you will know that it's not about that anymore. It's written as almost a dedication to his infant daughter. And on a more track-by-track note, uh, the Hot Chip remix of this song uh, definitely tickled our fancy earlier on this year. Yeah, what a comb- the combination that you never thought would happen happened and it was everything you hoped it would be and more. Also, if you have a sec, do head to YouTube because uh, even though Eurovision didn't happen, of course, this song was huge. The Eurovision film was huge. Um, and what's it called? Song, Song something? Um, Song of Ice and Fire? Fire, no, else, fire that's, that's Game of Thrones. It was about the fire oh, yeah. saga. Oh, yeah. And the song Ya Ya Ding Dong from that was covered by, how are we saying his name? Dodie Freya. Dodie Freya. Yeah. 
this wonderful gentleman um and it's a great cover so do check it out and that was that i was really happy with how that film turned out after a lot of misgivings and a lot of rumor actually it was a lot of fun wasn't it it was a lot of fun need to watch it again actually it's the perfect thing to watch over the christmas holiday period actually i was gonna say come round and we can uh have a night in but we're not allowed oh are we over christmas let's take half the table did you just wink at me then no i just bent over dan who's at number seven number seven this is dua lipa with hallucinate So that was Hallucinate from Dua Lipa and what a year Dua Lipa has had. Future Nostalgia was just massive, wasn't it, Will? Uh, it was and not we got it twice as well this year, not just once because we also got the, Dua, uh, the uh, F- Club Future Nostalgia as well, uh, which did feature uh, two remixes of Hallucinate. Uh, we had the Mr. Fingers Deep Stripped Mix and the Paul Wolford remix. The Paul Wolford remix was really was my favourite. Mr. Fingers Deep Stripped Mix. Sounds like that video you showed me by mistake once. When I was looking for YouTube, it ended up on Pornhub. <laughs> but what, I mean, as if the, the whole thing, the whole sound wasn't enough, this track in particular was co-written with S.G. Lewis, who we talked about earlier on in the Top 40, as well as Francis, an incredible songwriter, and produced by Stuart Price and S.G. Lewis, it's just, it's track by track gold. It's a solid pop banger with probably one of the most instant infectious choruses that I've heard this year. Yeah. And what I love as well about this album and Dua is that a lot of people were pushing back releases because of lockdown. Am I right in thinking, I think Dua Lipa actually brought the release date forward because of lockdown because she thought people need to hear this album. I think she did, with the likes of Lady Gaga and others pushing back. Mm. And what do you prefer, Will? Pushing back or pulling forward? Oh, definitely pulling forward. I would agree, especially in the case of this. Uh, So the album came in March and this track was released as a single in July. Uh, So many other highlights on this album, but I think for me, Hallucinate had it. Yeah, this... This is one of the songs... Oh, we didn't do it at the start of this episode. We, I think we assume everyone knows by now. We put the top... Just in case this is your first uh, visit to our top 40. We each put together our top 40 and then combined points and whatnot. And we only had one track per artist. And we actually put different songs for Dua, didn't we? But you, yours came up with more points. So I actually did put Physical. That was my favourite on the album. But this is, this is still an absolute perfect blend of... It's a perfect blend of disco and pop. And we've talked this year individually about a lot of disco and a lot of pop. Uh, sorry, disco and house, I meant to say. Uh, and you could have had equally uh, Levitating, Don't Start Now, Break My Heart, amongst others, is my favourites on this album that I could have quite easily selected as well. It's, it's, it's a solid, solid album. Okay, Will, what is in at number six? So in at number six... Uh, 
Here he is. It's Bright Light, Bright Light with It's Alright, It's Okay, featuring K-Boy. Did you come as a boy or a girl? Or did you come as yourself even better? If you want to be part of a world where your heart doesn't hurt, say the word, and we'll make it there together. It's alright, it's okay. Break the silence, break the chain. Live your life and don't let anybody change what's inside you. So, Bright Light, Bright Light there with uh, It's Alright, It's Okay. This was, obviously, we have only very recently spoken to Rod about this track in detail. But I think what got it into the top 10 for us was a absolutely solid banging chorus with those incredible, um, I can't remember, Rob actually does have a name for those striking moments in the chorus that come through. But also, I think, and most importantly, just such an empowering, inclusive message in the lyrics to this. Yeah, definitely. The whole album is this fantastic sort of love letter or dedication to the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, And this one, of course, in the lyrics, uh, talking about did you come as a boy or a girl or did you come as yourself even better? Really speaking out to trans people. And, you know, if you do follow Bright Light, Bright Light on Instagram, and you should, you'll see that he's he's such an activist for trans rights and LGBT rights and so many rights. And actually, as as he said on the episode with him, you know, he's not perfect. He's, you know, we're all learning and there's nothing, there's no need to be afraid or ashamed about learning new things. But I have, I've actually learned a lot through Bright Light, Bright Light this year. Well, he definitely taught us a thing or two as well when we when we spoke to him. So I think, you know, sharing that message, uh, the history uh, and the struggles that people still feel, this is a wonderfully bold, empowering track. And this one was released in August ahead of the album in September uh, with, as you said, Caveboy, who are a three-piece Canadian act. And Will, I know that you in particular were a big fan of some of the remixes that came with this one. Well, most importantly, there was a Trouser Enthusiast remix. So we would say a huge thank you to Ian Masterson for resurrecting the Trouser Enthusiasts uh, a couple of times this year as well, because he did remix the new version of uh, Danny Malone's All I Want to Do for 2020. Um, But, you know, a big thank you from us, Ian, for everything you've done for pop music this year. That's lovely. We probably should have put Danny's all I want to do in, in this list somewhere. Uh, I don't know where we stood on re re-recordings, reinterpretations, but uh That's why it's not much. here. <laughs> That's why it's not here. If we were doing a, a list of those, it'd be number one. Dan, we're into the top five now. Who's in at number five? Number five, this is Rasheen Murphy with Murphy's Law. Oh. So that 
was Murphy's Law by Rasheem Murphy. This one was released as a single back in March, but the album came out in October. Well, I remember falling for this song, actually, when it was performed live on Graham Norton, because um, I am kind of still a little bit of a new Rasheen Murphy fan, but you're a long-time big, big fan of Rasheen, aren't you? Yes, and I have to say, I think we are finally going to do Overpowered, the album, on Track by Track in 2021. By hook or by crook. And that's a Track by Track guarantee. (laughs) But we should also, we definitely will have to do Rasheen Machine because this whole album, and and this is the first album of Rasheen's that I kind of have been excited about on release day and I've devoured as soon as it's come out. And it is fantastic. What there's many things that I love about Regine Murphy, but particular, particularly with this album, this song, the wordplay, Regine Machine and Murphy's Law. What a what a cracker! <laughs> yes, it really is. And I have to say, this narrowly missed out on being one of our albums of the year, didn't it? It did. In fact, as we've said before, albums of the year this year were kind of just a, a selection of our favourites. There are some of our albums of the year that we haven't included, and we will talk about later. So I would actually say this is one of our albums of the year. It's just not featured on the Albums of the Year episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And this is one of the tracks that we did have a little bit of a disagreement about because I love on the album, uh, We Got Together. Yeah, this, yeah, I, we've had a few tussles and scuffles and I won this one. But, um, but equally, I know that you love this song as well, don't you? Was this the, was this the argument that meant, that made you send me that disgusting thing in the jiffy bag in the post? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that wasn't me. Well, your hand looked like your handwriting. You could disguise it better if you want to try and do something like that. Yes, it was me actually because I actually wrote it using the material that was in the bag. But I think yeah, we love the the, the disco sound again. Uh, it's something of quite a few artists have done this year, but Roisin did it so well, so elegantly, so effortlessly in Roisin Machine. I think Murphy's Law is uh, the epitome of that definitely we said before as well with Dewar that um <laughs> Dewar first name terms with Dewar Leaper that it was this amazing combination of disco and house which both individually have been huge this year and I think this as well is disco and house but it's completely different to Dewar Leaper's it's much more kind of deeper and brooding and more experimental but you know equally big fans of both of them Will what's number four? Oh, I've been waiting to talk about this one uh, one of my best discoveries this year is working men's club and this is valleys So that was Working Men's Club and Valleys. That's our fourth favourite track of the year. Working Men's Club uh, really come to prominence this year. What I love about this track is the mix of rave, house, dance, synth, rock music. A fantastic drum machine and synth running through that as well. uh, That just has you bouncing around. uh, And a brilliant attitude to it as well. 
I absolutely love the whole of their debut album, which came out this year, because of the mix of everything. You can't pin it down necessarily to one genre, but it is just music that means something, a music that is electronic, but completely organic at the same time. And I know that sounds like a bit of a contradiction, but what the hell? What the hell? Say it. It's, um, yeah, it's amazing. And it's so, I'd say like mesmerizing and intriguing. And this track itself is over six minutes long. So it's one of those songs that really draws you in. But I remember, I think, was it last year or even the year before when uh, Working Men's Club brought out, uh, I think it was their first single, Bad Blood. I think it was double A side. And I remember listening to it. I read about them somewhere, listened to it, enjoyed it. But I think this this and the whole of the debut album is, is so different, so much more um, industrial. Uh, futuristic. It but futuristic. medieval at the same time. Not sure about medieval. Um, but uh, the logo looks a bit Aztec. That I can't deny that, actually. That is true. Um, <laughs> it's just... It's, it, it's, yeah, it's this whole kind of like this whole world, this whole new world in this sound. It just it takes you away. It's amazing. It's really, really... It is. It's really immersive. And I think... Immersive, just, that's it. It's like someone made a particular sound and style of music that's just for me or for us because it just feels so on the nose for the sort of stuff that we love. Uh, but it's just come. It's com- all brand new. It's like a fresh attitude and a fresh approach. The 10 track album, self titled Working Men's Club album, is out now. And also, it's my favourite vinyl purchase of the year because it is uh, fluorescent yellow. Oh, that's lovely. And I would say again, it probably is one of our albums of the year. We're just going to take our time to talk about it. That's all. It just didn't quite get into those four ones that we've done a track by track treatment of. But I can't wait to hear what this group are going to do next. Also, if you are thirsty for more content from Working Men's Club, uh, if you head on to uh, Apple Music uh, or iTunes, actually, uh, they did a uh, 21-minute mega mix, uh, which is a continuous mix in this, very much in the style of Valleys and that heavy synth and drum machine approach, which I can't stop listening to. When I'm out cycling or running, it's a brilliant thing to listen to because it's a relentless continuous mix uh, but it's not available on streaming services so you have to pay for it i'm very happy to do that to support an emerging group like working men's club also we've, we've thought if not said this for a lot of the acts we've talked about this year can't wait to see them live these i think oh, particularly that's gonna hearing be a this night. song uh, and i hope you know i hope glass goes ahead next year and i hope these will be there also, it's been great to see them get exposure on like Radio 6, uh, music, uh, and, and uh, across more across social media this year as well. Definitely rising stars. So we are into our top three now. And what I love, what I just love about us and our unashamed approach to music is that this next act could not be any different to Working Men's Club if they tried. And yet we love them both. So this at number three is what the future holds by steps.
so what the future holds from steps there that is the first track released from the album of the same name that we talked about with steps on our first albums of 2020 episode a couple of weeks ago now um i don't know about you will when when i heard steps are coming back with uh, new material obviously was thrilled but also like a tiny bit of apprehension because scared of the dark the lead single from the previous album was so good in fact the album was so good Yet, for me, I think this is even better than that, if not the best thing that they've ever done. I think we're both in agreement that this album as a whole is some of their best work. This song, this track still hasn't gotten old. And I just want to go back on to something you said just at the end of uh, the last track. And, you know, I love the fact that we go from Working Men's Club to Steps to whatever the next track is going to be. And... We are very unapologetic about our love and approach to pop music. Good pop music, no matter what it's like uh, and where it's come from. And it does feel like with Track by Track that we found, you know, an audience and listeners that agree with us as well. That this mix of when we go from talking about these kind of indie guitar bands to more pure pop groups to more synth dance and house music as well... Uh, it's appreciated and this is just probably one of the boldest brightest pop songs this year uh, and it sits next to one of the most you know original dance synth rave pop songs which then sits alongside something else on track two and something else at number one brilliant yeah we I think the one thing we're not we're not hateful people but one of the things we really don't like is music snobbery and the idea that someone could you know love working men's club and then look down at, at, at your nose if you like steps because you know we like them both I'm sorry, we like them both equally if you like music then if you like a song then that's fine don't there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure no Just pure pleasure and as if anything, this year has taught us anything is life is too short to beat around the bush. You've got to embrace what you love. Exactly. So this song from Steps, this was released as the lead single from What the Future Holds in September, ahead of the album coming out at the end of November. This, uh, we slagging people off earlier for pushing their projects back, but Steps did push the project back. It was all meant to come out at the beginning of the year and there were lots of rumours about it, but it's had such a big fantastic reaction hasn't it it has and there was a it was a great build-up i mean five tracks were released before the album came out itself but i do think this was the perfect time uh the autumn into winter to release some just bold bright strong well done pop music and we have to talk about the people behind this song two people that we've talked about a lot on track by track sia and greg kirsten the fact that you have Steps singing a Sia song, I, or a Sia and a Greg Kirsten song. I didn't think that would ever happen. I didn't expect that to happen, but it's such a great combination. Absolutely. And for me, I'm still enjoying the album. We've talked about it at length this year, but this is just the tip of the iceberg. If you want some great pop music, there's so many tracks on that album that are just so good. And I think as well, actually, this is, it's, it's, a, it's very much a pop song, but it is quite different for Steps as well. They kind of, the, power and the force of this song it's it's kind of new territory for them as well i think it is it's very empowering it's but it's very it's a total banger totally totally huge track two now we're almost there dan 
This is uh, our second favourite track of the year. Uh, it's Melanie C and Who I Am. So that's Melanie C's Who I Am. This was the first single released from her album, Melanie C, of which there are many standout tracks. And this is another one, Dan, where we had a huge debate. Just the the mass debate to end all mass debates. Uh, it really was something because you've also got Blame It On Me uh, and In and Out Of Love in particular... Uh, and I was actually gunning for Blame It On Me. Why don't you just blame it on me? Why don't you just blame it on me again? Why don't we just And also, of course, we are including album tracks this year as well. So it could have been good enough. It could have been End mm. of Everything. You know, the whole uh, this whole album is fantastic. And I think a lot of people, whether it's reviewers or fans, are in agreement that this is potentially... Uh, potentially Melanie's best album yet, if not one of her best albums since maybe Northern Star after her debut. And Dan, mm? who was behind Who I Am? Behind Who I Am, this is a weird sentence, uh, it's, of course, Melanie, she co-writes most of her own stuff with the wonderful Biffco, who, you know, Biffco and uh, Spice Girls have got a legendary history together, but also Biffco had a great year, also co-writing Say Something with Kylie, and yeah, this this is just a fantastic electro tinged pop track, isn't it? Mm. It's and this sound, this whole approach for this new era for Mel C is just fantastic. I would say it's one of my favourite Mel C albums alongside Northern Star. Hundred percent. Also, I, we cannot not talk about, or we cannot talk about. Either way, we can't not. No, hang we on. can't not talk about. We can't, yeah, exactly. Or oh, we can't talk about Melanie without mentioning, that's where I was going to, the tweet-alongs over lockdown that she, she joined us for. We tweeted along to Northern Star and Spice World with Melanie and just, just I was actually blown away by the response to those. They were fantastic. Yes, thank you everyone for taking part in that. Thanks Mel as well for joining us. It felt so good to be, can we say we were working with a Spice Girl? Yeah, I think oh, we could. We- yeah, we were Spice Boys for that night. Also, I can not... No, I'm not going to do, go through all that again. I do just <laughs> want to mention <laughs> that there is a fantastic Joe Goddard remix of this song. And I keep thinking, one more thing, one more thing. The video for this was fantastic as well. Yes, I was just watching it the other, the other day, actually. You've got like a museum with different versions from of Mel from her career. What a great idea. Fantastic idea. I love, I love seeing her go back to... The kind of first early solo kind of short haired punky days. So, Dan, shall we, before we get into our number one track, shall we take it from the top uh, and run down our full top 40, just proper radio on chart style? Well, I have been looking forward to this since we started these episodes and I thought you'd never ask. Let's do it. 
So at number 40, we had Bicep with Apricots. At number 39, they killed us this year with The Killers, uh, My Own Soul's Warning. Uh, we were certainly hot for them at 38. Sea Fever with Crossed Wires. Ben Smith with Ben Howell, our favourite male duo this year with Burn Me Remix at number 37. Number 36, he's Sean us all right this year. Jake Shears with Meltdown at number 36. 35, the collab to end all collabs. SG Lewis featuring Robin uh, with Impact. At number 31, she gave us 24 hours. It was Georgia. At 33, Romy with Lifetime. At 32, Model Man. Why? And at 31, we had NASCAR Lines uh, with some pure luxury. So at number 30, they're back. They have voices. It's Hertz. At 29, the naked and famous. Everybody knows. It was everybody knows. 28 is Emily K and Joel Curry with Head and Heart. And at 27, it's Arch Enemy. That's you, Will. By Everything Everything. 26, Die For Your Love with a number four and your, spelled like your, with Taishi. 25 was Joan with Want You Back, lovely Joan. 24, Love Regenerator, a.k.a. Calvin Harris with The Power of Love. 23 was The Lovers of Valdaro with Rhythm and Decibel. And 22, Actual Magic from Kylie Minogue. And 21 was Jessie Ware with Save a Kiss. At number 20, we had Moika, your favourite Dan, with Spaces. At number 19, we had the Irrepressible Irrepressibles with Let Go, Everybody Move, Your Body, Listen to Your Heart. At number 18, they certainly taught us a thing or two this year, the International Teachers of Pop with Prince, The Last Wheelie. Uh, And be careful how you handle them. At number 17, we had Glass Animals with It's Also Incredibly Loud. (laughs) At 16, we had massive fans of these, New Order, be a rebel and at 15 we have erasure who had nerves not balls of steel at number 14 it was k-pop-tastic with bts and dynamite and at number 13 truces took us straight to the disco and number 12 lovely lads absolutely gorgeous one bit and love you so and annie at number 11 took us for a ride in her american car so kicking off house of trap by tracks top 10 it's house of smith from no prism at number nine from the House of Gaga, it's Lady Gaga featuring Ariana Grande with Rain on Me. At number eight, this year's should have been Eurovision winner, Dodi Freya with Think About Things. And at seven, you're not hallucinating, it is Dua Lipa with Hallucinate. At number six, it's all right, it's okay, it really is because it's Bright Light, Bright Light featuring Caveboy. And at five, it's Rasheen Murphy, Murphy's Law. Number four is Valleys from the Working Men's Club. And at number three, it's What the Future Holds, a fantastic title track from the album of the same name by Steps. Number two is Who I Am from the amazing, legendary Melanie C. And so, at number one, on Track by Track, top 40 of 2020, it's Pet Shop Boys with Willow the Wisp.
that was Willow the Wisp from Pet Shop Boys, our number one track of 2020. Now, I have to say, of course, this wasn't a single. This is the opening track to Hotspot, which came out earlier this year and that we talked about earlier this week. But Will, what is it about this album track that made us both choose this as one of our favourites of the year? I think I'm not going to speak on behalf of you, Dan, because I know you hate that. Well, you, uh, you still do it, so you may as well carry on. Your, your partner's told me that. Um, <laughs> but I think it's the the absolutely banging pronounced synth beat running through that. Uh, but it's also the, the spoken word elements to it are just classic Pet Shop Boys. And it tells a story. It's not just a song. It tells a great story. I think it's a fantastic album opener. And we obviously, this track by track is all about albums and the format of an album and the the running of an album and this is the perfect introduction to hotspot of course it's the album is the the third in the trilogy of albums produced by the wonderful stuart price but it wasn't a single and i think well um you know we were hoping to see pet shop boys this year as part of the dreamland greatest hits tour it's been moved to next year but it'd be a crying shame if this wasn't on the set list because i would love to experience this one live I'd love to hear it. You can imagine them making a real meal out of it because it's just so. There's a great intro to it, but also it can it'll run on and on. There's a wonderful classic Pet Shop Boys melancholy running through it as well, um, and it's it's the definition of a sad banger, isn't it? Really, it is. And Will, do you know what a Will o' the Wisp is? No, but I'm sure you're going to enlighten me right now. I'm going to enlighten you and I'm going to enlighten our lovely listeners if they don't know. It is an atmospheric ghost light seen by travellers at night, especially over bogs, swamps or marshes. I do remember the cartoon from the 80s, Willow the Wisp. Oh, I don't. Maybe that's, didn't that was the influence? I, I, I'd love to know. I don't know. But I think this, is, this has all the hall, hallmarks of a classic Pet Shop Boys track, but it also sounds extremely fresh at the same time. But fresh in their very recent work. So if you think about the the price factor, it's very faithful to the sound that you've heard on Super and on Electric before it as well. Yeah, this and this album, as we talked about a few days ago, this has more slower songs than uh, certainly Electric. Um, and, and they're great and they have their purpose. But this, I think just because of the the energy in this one that's what made it the favorite for me I mean, in fact you know even dreamland you know as the lead single great poppy upbeat but this is just synth pop electronic heaven and on that note that's it that's our top 40 what do you think of our selection what maybe didn't quite make it in that you thought we of all people should have had in there do let us know at track by track uk Yes, and please do give us a five-star rating for Christmas and a review on Apple Podcasts if you've enjoyed what you've heard this week and over the last few weeks or years. That's that's a good point, Dan. Don't worry about a five-bird roast for Christmas. Just give us a five-star review for Christmas. It's much cheaper than five gold rings. And Dan, we have got a new episode coming up of Track by Track Proper on Tuesday, uh, celebrating another album of the year. Can you give us a hint of a tease? 
Oh, it's so tricky to not give too much away. It is another one of our albums of the year. It's by one of our Do not favorite say. artists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about her size. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were going to say then. No. Reference it to a, a, a liquid measurement. But I will say that she's a record breaker. Uh, and she's had a wonderful year. Also, Will, it's not just one episode next week, you know. What? It's Christmas, and we are more generous than ever. So as well as our final album of 2020, do join us on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for some wonderful festive merriment. Are we on double time? Uh, I am, but my contract's different to yours. Oh, you've got one of the really old school contracts, haven't you? That's impossible to change, even if you even if you get the union involved. Exactly, and you're zero hours, so uh, <laughs> tough shit. We're going to sink for my supper. <laughs> so until then, I've been Dan and I've been Will. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ah, you're delivering beers door to door to the young men of South East London. That's lovely. And then just seeing what happens. (laughs) Give a helping hand if they're uh, stumbling later on. (laughs) That was the chair. That was the chair. (laughs) What's that thing? Does it need to be like a catchphrase? I mean, don't tell. Mum, the baby tis is dead. Oh, yeah. And that did happen to you, didn't it, actually? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>